Hey there! Welcome to the Rambling Gals Podcast. We are your hosts, Angela and Adriana, and here you'll find pretty much everything travel-related. We took a trip a few years ago and made a fair amount of mistakes that cost us money and messed up our plans. And since then, we've worked on perfecting travel itineraries and made it a goal to get as many people as we could out into the world exploring. So here you'll find our best travel tips and tricks, interviews with other travelers and business owners, a little bit of storytelling, and a lot of tomfoolery. Thanks for listening. Hi there, welcome to episode 21. Today we're talking all about how to travel with other people, which we've had some experience with. And not necessarily a good experience. So we've traveled with people that we had a great time with. We traveled with people that we didn't have the best time with. And so today is kind of all about how to deal with people that you might not like all that much, but you still have to travel with them. So I feel like unless you're traveling solo, there will come a time when someone you're traveling with will start to annoy the shit out of you. So maybe it's your friend's friend who they invited, or in the case of me and Adriana, it's just that we spend so much time together that we start to get on each other's nerves. <laughs> I'm perfect, and Angela can be a little bit rude, so there's yeah, that. <laughs> uh, so we've both traveled with people who aren't necessarily our favorite person around and have become frustrated and let us an- let it annoy us to the point that we weren't fully there and enjoying where we were in the experience, which is dumb because you know it's your trip and you've been looking forward to it and saving so much money and just planning and planning, and you don't want even the littlest thing to set you off or ruin your experience. And this doesn't necessarily have to be like Angela, one of your friends that are coming with you. And it doesn't necessarily have to be another person that's coming with you, just like a friend of a friend or just a friend who's not as close as Angela and I are just, you know, a regular friend. (laughs) Um, It can also be people that you've met while you're traveling. Cause I know while you travel, you meet a lot of people and then you end up going on a day trip with them or spending a couple days with them. So in our case, there's been, there've been several times when we meet somebody and we invite them along or they want to tag along and you know, you're always open to having new people that you want to spend the day with in a new place and people from different countries. It's really fun. And, uh, yeah, there's been a couple times just here and there, we met someone in Thailand and they ended up coming two days. No, they ended up spending that entire day with us on our day trip. And I wouldn't say they ruined the day trip for us because we were kind of prepared for meeting people at this point. Cause this was Thailand last year. We were kind of prepared at this point for meeting people that we might not end up loving you know, you just click with some people and then you don't click with some people. And it wasn't that this person was rude or I was going to say annoying in an annoying way. They were kind of annoying because I don't even know how to explain it. Cause they just, she was just I, so like, blah. like she didn't add anything to the day. We went on a day trip and she didn't really talk or interject into the conversation and try to add anything. If we asked her questions, she would just kind of give short answers and wasn't really interested in talking, which I can understand for some people are more introverted, but she was traveling solo, which I feel like you have to have a certain personality for. You have to be outgoing and make conversation. At the same point, there's lots of solo travelers who aren't that way. And I don't even think it, 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 she wasn't really bothering us because 
she was, this sounds so rude (laughs) because she was quiet and didn't want to talk. It was just, it's not even that we didn't like her. It's just, you know, there's, I feel like she didn't get along with our group that we had Mm -hmm. either. And she wasn't really feeling like what we were putting out there and vice versa. But we ended up sending the day to get day together and everybody was really nice. And, um, we all, we got along just fine. But then, you know, at the end of the day, I think everybody kind of got that, we just all didn't really mesh. So we kind of went time to go separate ways. <laughs> we went our separate ways after that. And then there's just a few other ones where there was people that we ended up spending <clears throat> a night with and we went out with them and we they ended up actually annoying us because they were kind of rude. And then um we got we just said, hey, you know what, we're just gonna head in early tonight. And we just ended up going back to our hostel. Mm-hmm. Which it's kind of a bummer that they they made us go back early, <laughs> but I think it was a night where we just kind of decided we really didn't matter. We didn't matter because we had been out late the nights before. So I would say that the majority of the time we find people that we have a great time with and we still talk to, you know, to this day, we'll message them and we're, we're friends with them on social media and stuff, but, but every there's once always, in a while, like, there's a dud. <laughs> yeah. There's a bad egg every once in a while. So that's like, if you're already traveling, um, which will include, you know, some tips and tricks that will probably help with that also. But we're going to share our best tips for getting through a trip when you're with someone that you don't like love (laughs) or you don't really enjoy their company that much. So even for those trips you take with your best friend, you know, when Adriana and I travel, it can be really stressful. And, you know, I guarantee you on every trip, we've gotten pissed off at each other at some point for a while. um, And we've gotten good at just kind of getting over it. Um, These are our best tips for uh, a situation where you have to travel with somebody that you might not really want to travel with. Right. So the first one is get to know them before you go and know what you're getting into ahead of time before you go on a trip with somebody that you don't know very well. Cause you know, there's trips where like Angela and I will go together. We obviously know each other very well, but then there's other trips where, I mean, I've been on a few and I'm going on one pretty soon where I don't know, you know, you don't might not know one or two of the girls very well. So if you don't know them very well, I'd say get to know them before ahead of time, grab coffee with coffee, grab coffee with the whole group or go out to dinner, do a little icebreaker and play some drinking mm-hmm. games. <laughs> yeah. That always helps. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. And just kind of figure out the kind of person they are and how you can get along and maybe even think of ways that, that you might not get along. So you can just kind of prepare for your trip in the future. Exactly. Because even if you go out, like say you go to the bar with someone and you find, oh, we're not clicking or we're not automatically hitting it off. I feel like you find out that you don't particularly like them that much, but you can still make it work. So you can come up with like a strategy or, you know, a mindset that you say to yourself, I'm still going to enjoy myself even when I do have to travel with them in the future. And you figure out what kind of person they are, you know, what bothers you about them and what you don't like about them. And (laughs) I feel like this all sounds really rude, but I think it's important because not everyone wants to go, you know, out to the clubs or drink and stay up until 7am, which me and Adriana have done before. (laughs) We stayed up until 7am and then went and got breakfast. And, you know, some people don't want to to do that at all. And some people are fine doing it occasionally. And some people would be fine, you know, doing it every night of the trip. So I think understanding the differences in people is really important. And that way, there's not really like tension or arguing when you're traveling when that person doesn't want to participate because you've already set that expectation that they're not going to want to do that because you already hung out with them and you know that that's the type of person they are. 
So you're more prepared for it, I feel. I think maybe the problem comes when people who are just different from each other and like different things are kind of being forced to do what the group is doing or doing things that they don't really enjoy. And so we have plenty of examples of that. So we'll give some of those and then how we handled them also. Yeah. So one night, I'll do this one. Um, We were in Thailand, me, Angela, Monica, and then our friend Lauren as well. So we had a group of four girls and we went to, we went to a first bar and I think Lauren ended up going home from there, right? Yeah, I think so. She went went home before. So we all wanted to go have a drink and Lauren, oh, we didn't know. Sorry. Rewind. We all had a drink (laughs) at like a little pub you know, like a relaxed little restaurant pub. And that was really fun. And then I think it was really good after that because Lauren, who none of us had traveled with before, um, she wanted to go home back to the hostel after that. And the three of us were ready to go to another place. So she realized that and she just said, I'm going to go home. So we walked her to a certain spot and then she ended up taking a tuk-tuk from there. And so then it was the three of us. And then we went out to another bar, a little bit busier, not really clubby or anything like that. And, um, we stayed there for a while. And then from there we went to a smaller club and Angela finally, she was, Angela wanted to go home. So she ended up saying the words, I want to go home. <laughs> um, so she went, Angela went home from, from there. Cause she didn't want to go to the clubs anymore. And instead of, you know, just staying at the club and being cranky and being grumpy because you don't want to be there. It's good to realize that you do want to go home from there. And it's good to realize that you don't all have to go home together. I mean, obviously a buddy system is good, but in recognizing if you're at the point where you need someone to take you home, but Angela wasn't obviously mm-hmm. to that point because she ended up taking a tuck tuck from the club. And I remember one of my other friends, um, who she and I wanted to stay out still. And she was saying, well, then let's just all go back. And I could, I mean, I wanted to stay out and I could tell she really wanted to stay out. Everybody got what they wanted. Angela ended up going home from the club. And then Monica and I ended up staying out much later. And in the end, no one was super annoyed or not getting what they wanted because everybody recognized what they wanted and then ended up doing that. Our friend Monica thought that the only choice that because I wanted to go home, that everybody had to go home. <laughs> and we, me and Audrey and I could both tell she was disappointed. And I was like, I don't like I don't need you guys to walk me home or we've done it enough times that we feel fine doing it. I mean, I wouldn't recommend that to everybody. If it's like your first trip or something, probably don't, you know, if you're not feeling confident that you can get home. And I ended up having to walk because the tuk-tuk driver dropped me off in the wrong spot. And, you know, if it would be my first time, I probably would have been freaking out a little bit, but because I felt fine doing it, it was fine. And so that's also something that you have to take into account. And just, yeah, recognizing that difference that it's okay. No one has to be upset just because you want to do different stuff has helped us. And then of course they wanted to sleep in in the morning because they were out late and that's fine too. So because I like to get up a little bit earlier, it gives me a chance to get up early and I would go grab breakfast and coffee and kind of do some exploring on my own. And so, yeah, the key is just not be pissed off because people are different than you and want to do different stuff. And you can avoid a lot of these conflicts just by knowing that information and not being like, oh, well, so-and-so wants to go home. So I guess we all have to go home. (laughs) It's just, you want to do different stuff. So so overall, like get to know yeah. the people and then um, know that you don't have to do every single little thing together. It's okay to mm-hmm. do things on your own. And I have actually one more is that our friend Lauren, she didn't want to go out to another bar we were going to. She's not big into like partying or drinking or anything like that. But it was her very first, not her very first international trip, but, you know, she might not be as confident as we were to as getting home. 
And so she wanted to go home and I didn't want her to go by herself. So I left the other two parts of our group, Adriana and Monica to go out and do their own thing. And I was fine just taking her back home and making sure that she got home because, you know, that would have kind of ruined her no, trip also. We all, we all walk, didn't we all walk her to a tuk-tuk? No, I went home with her one night on the very first Not night. that night. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You left, right. Yeah, you left early yeah. and just went home, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yep. And then okay. I just took her back because it was kind of a crazier part of the downtown area. And so, I mean, I probably wouldn't have felt comfortable going by myself either. So, you know, just, I mean, right. yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just, it's all circumstantial in different instances. So, so if you get into the unfortunate circumstance of realizing after you book everything, after you book your plane and all your reservations and everything that you don't actually really love the person, one of the people, hopefully at least, hopefully just one of them and not the main person you're traveling with. Because if it's just the one other person and you guys both realize that you don't like each other, I mean, I feel like you could just go your separate ways. But if you're going in a group and then you realize that you don't really love that other one of one of the other people, then um, I know it sounds kind of rude, but <laughs> think of ways that might help you get less annoyed with someone. And I think that could be pretty helpful. So, I mean, this kind of goes back into getting to know them a little better and better and thinking of the ways that you like them and then the ways that they annoy you or that you dislike them because I feel like in the end that could actually help you maybe if maybe if they bother you when they drink or when they're going out and that's kind of I mean you could you don't have to hang out the the whole time if you have a big enough group kind of you can mainly focus on another person and hang out with them but if you are feeling tired that night just skip out skip out on going out or skip out on dinner if you need time to yourself and they're, bo- they're bothering you in other ways that day. Like this also goes back to, you don't have to do every single thing together. People think when they're traveling with someone, they <laughs> have to spend all their time together or they'll have to do everything together because they don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Like, Oh, I'm going to do this instead of hanging out with you. That can be kind of a, a sticky situation. But I think if you approach it in the right, right. way, yeah, no one's going to force you to go out with them if you're really not feeling like going out. So I feel like if you just explain it like, hey, I need some time. I just want to do this. I want to get up early in the morning because there's a certain site that I really want to see that I know you guys are not really interested in. Um, and you you don't have to spend every hour with everyone in the group. Even when Adriana and I travel alone together, we don't do everything together. Like I'll do stuff in the morning and we'll spend some time apart and talk to different people. There's always people around and the travel community in general is pretty talkative and pretty outgoing that if you don't want to talk to certain people in your group, you can make friends with other people and then invite them to come hang out in your group. And then you have new friends. So replace the old ones. (laughs) You can make new friends. You don't have to keep the old. Mm -mm. That's just a song. You don't have to live by that rule. (laughs) I was also going to say, um, like doing things on your own is a good idea to have some time to yourself, but also don't let that like put a strain on you with every, like with the rest of the group, because I know that I'm sure if you get along and you have really good friends that are the people from the rest of the group, not necessarily that one person, then you don't want to not be with them at all. So kind of find the balance in between. And then lastly, yes, on that we're all adults here. whole scheme of things is, although you do want to kind of think of the ways that it, that they bother you, I would try to stay positive about everything because, I mean, if you're just thinking the entire time all the ways that somebody bothers you, and I know this kind of seems like against our point, but um, yeah, just stay positive and 
try to think about the things that they that you do like about them more but uh just in general stay positive about the entire trip and about your time there and about the things you're doing because i think that in the end that will be the something that helps you the most when you're traveling in a group and that one person starts to annoy you i feel like you can let every little thing that they do annoy you which goes to our point of being positive because if you're just harping on the fact that oh so-and-so chews loudly or so-and-so is breathing the wrong Mm. way and yeah if you're a loud chewer get out of our group (laughs) you're smacker (laughs) we're not interested (laughs) but that's a deal breaker for sure it it doesn't help to be a catty bitch about the person you don't like and just constantly talk about them to the rest of the group it doesn't help your situation and it's not going to make that person go away and so it will ruin your own time there and then it will also ruin the time of the people that have to listen to you bitching about that one person or whatever it is. So, you know, that's yeah, also that's part rude. of staying positive. It's just like not, yeah, that is rude. Don't be a rude person. So just don't let it consume like all of your thoughts and everything that you do and everything that you talk about, because I've seen that happen too. And it just ruins everybody's time. And that's no fun. Next one. <laughs> Angela and I are really good at this. I would say don't hold a grudge. So if someone bothers you in a certain way, or you get into a small little fight, get over it. I mean, talk about it if you need to and everything, but don't hold a grudge because then you just stay mad at each other for that entire day. And it literally can just ruin wherever you are, any place in the world, it could just ruin it. So Angela and I, sometimes we'll get into serious fights too. And then we'll yell at each other and be pissed off and just fight like none other. Nothing too crazy. (laughs) Um, No. I don't think that's, I know most people aren't really like that. And I know most people need to sit there and talk about things. And we do sometimes, but most of the time we just get over it pretty quickly. (laughs) So just don't hold Mm -hmm. a grudge. So however you need to go about doing that, do it and then get over it. Get over yourself. Okay. So the first time we went to Paris, we were seeing all the iconic sites and seeing everything that needed to be seen. And we were at the Eiffel Tower. And before that, I just, I think like for the past hour while we were going to see all the sites, we were both just really annoyed with each other. And Angela doesn't remember why, but I do. It was because I was not impressed with Paris and I made it a point to let her know I was not impressed with anything. Like I wasn't impressed with the, with this and I wasn't impressed with that. Pretty much anything. Nothing impressed me when we were there. <laughs> and she was getting really annoyed. Like, how is this not impressing you? Like, man, it's just an arch just sitting here. It's not that impressive. <laughs> I'm getting angry again right now. That <laughs> was literally, oh gosh. And so we were, we were just arguing the whole time and, um, and then it got dark and then the Eiffel Tower starts to sparkle and it was really beautiful and everything, but we were still just both annoyed with each other that we didn't fully enjoy that moment. And so don't let that be you. <laughs> um, I did go around. I did go to Paris a second time. It was more impressive this time. <laughs> I actually liked it. I didn't like it pretty much at all the first time we went. I did like the pastries I had. That was about it. And so, yeah, just remember to have fun and maybe try not to let someone know how much everything is not impressing you. Maybe just here and there, let them know. <laughs> And so here are just a few quick tips if you're traveling with your friends and you, I mean, it doesn't even matter. You don't even have to be traveling a long time, just in general. So if needed, give each other space, let each other have your own, their own time. Um, Just know ahead of time, you're not always going to agree and you will argue, like you won't agree that the 
that Paris was amazing. Um, be understanding of each other and then um, meet each other in the middle. So if someone wants to get up super early and someone wants to sleep in, just maybe meet in the middle of those times so you guys can kind of both get not really the best of both worlds, but compensate. But you don't necessarily have to compensate every single day. Like get up really early with each other one day and then sleep in one day and then meet in the middle one day, just whatever really works. And then again, don't hold a grudge and just let it go. Um, you're going to make mistakes when you're traveling. Both everybody will. So just laugh about your mistakes. Angela and I are pretty good about that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then be open to meet each other or to meet other people and make friends. Exactly. And I just, I have to say something about the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> um, I had been like Paris was top of my list and I was so excited to be there. And then, so because my expectations were so high and Audrina didn't like it, I let it annoy me to the point that I was like actually angry about it because it was something that I'd been waiting to see for so long that to have, you know, somebody with me that was like, eh, it's okay. Just, I let it annoy me. So that's probably both of our faults, but just letting those things kind of go. And hmm? I said, mostly yours. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, just letting those things kind of go and, you know, not holding a grudge like we talked about, you know, Traveling with other people can be difficult, but it's pretty much always worth it. You learn a lot while traveling solo, but you also learn quite a bit when you're traveling with other people. So, you know, some people prefer to solo travel. I know Adriana enjoys it, but would like to travel with other people. And we've both gone on trips with people we didn't really like. And we've also spent a lot of time being annoyed at each other for stuff we can't even remember now or for stuff like the Eiffel Tower incident. But the things we remember from those trips is still all of the fun stuff and we have fond memories from all of those. So not letting those annoying things like take over your entire memory of a trip and letting it affect you. And, you know, although we don't want to put yourself in a situation of traveling with other people that you don't necessarily care for, it sometimes it happens accidentally or you foresee that that's going to happen. And even if you do like someone like me and Adriana, there'll be times when you don't like each other. (laughs) So I think just trying it all, try out some of those tips if you're going on a group trip with somebody or even if you're traveling with one person, those can help also. And then, you know, if you like to solo travel or you want to travel as a couple or with a group, like you will find those things out anyway. So I think the gist of it is just to have fun. You know, don't be uh, somebody who is grumpy about stuff and holds on to grudges. You have to learn how to travel with other people and compromise and to just kind of be easygoing about things. And we've found it out the hard way by letting certain things ruin our trips. Anyway, so I think that those are some of our best tips and tricks. You know, we've been in a lot of travel situations where we were annoyed with each other or annoyed with other people we were traveling with or annoyed with whoever we met that day that, you know, wasn't a good fit for our group or our personalities or whatever it is, but there are always ways to work through it and kind of get around it. So hopefully that those were helpful and, you know, we just want to say thank you guys for listening and we will also be catching up on our episodes of all of our recent travels here in the coming weeks. So you can find our, archive of episodes on our website at theramblinggals.com slash podcast, where we do a full write-up for each episode. So there'll be links to everything in there if we talked about specific things. And then um, if you have any travel questions, you can send them to us via our website and we'll answer them at the end of each of these episodes. And then finally, you know, we wanted to thank each and every one of you for listening and reading to our content. 
I just recently looked at the stats of our past episodes and found that some of them have over 150 listens, which I know is not a huge amount, especially, you know, among the highest, you know, most listened to podcasts. But for us, it's honestly a little wild to think about that people have listened to our voice talk for hours and hours on end that many times. So I hope you find these podcast episodes helpful or entertaining and you know that we're doing something worthwhile. So again, if you want to join the show, send over your travel questions at theramblinggals.com slash podcast and we will answer them for you. And then lastly, very last thing is in the coming months, we will be reaching out to brands to see if they want to advertise with us and we will never dilute this podcast and we will ensure that, you know, you don't feel like you're having to weed through a ton of ads just to listen or enjoy our show. So if you have an extra, you know, 30 to 60 seconds, it would help us out tremendously if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe. And this helps me point to our rave reviews as I ask companies to give us some money and pay us. So again, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, come hang out with us on social media. So thank you guys for listening and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Rambling Gals podcast. You can always head to our website, theramblinggals.com, for more travel resources and our archive of podcast episodes. If this podcast was right up your alley, we would love to receive a review from you. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode from us. See you on the next one.